five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. It's so, so true. I'm the storyteller, dropping the realness from my experience. HLS in the building, me and Boundaries, we ain't never been friends. Yeah, it's the logical genius. I don't think you're ready for this knowledge I'm about to drop. You are now listening to My Five Cents. My Five Cents. My Five Cents Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the My Five Cents Podcast. This is the Family Debate Show where we pick on a topic, we deliver top five lists to our guest who turns into a judge, and she is going to have to make a decision on it. So let's get right into it and introduce who our guest is this week. Our guest has been described as a force of nature in the wellness space. She's been recognized as one of Podcast Magazine's 40 Under 40 and was nominated for the 2022 International Women's Podcast Award for Visionary Leadership. She's an optimal health coach, a podcaster, and business consultant. Our guest grew up the skinny one in her family of dieters, which was awesome, until it went away. And so began her weight management saga. Ultimately, though, our guests learned the nutrition education we're all supposed to know, but no one ever taught us. After over a decade of working with clients, she started Salad with a Side of Fries podcast. It's based on science, yet lighthearted. Our guest talks about living life while she's making ourselves and our health a priority. Please welcome to the show. Jen Trepic, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yo, (laughs) I'm so excited. I love it. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So, yo, let's start with this question right here, Jen. What is your superpower and how has it assisted you in your journey? I got a lot of superpowers, not going to lie. Okay. Okay. But I think my superpower is translating the science into something no pun intended, but like digestible so that we actually understand why we want to do the things that we're told we should do. I hate that word should. And so making the case for it and helping people changing lives, that's the magic. That's what we do. Okay. So in your bio, you talk about being the skinny one in the family until it went away. Can you explain? Uh Like, what what do you mean? Did you go to college and you picked up the freshman 40? Like, what happened? Totally. Right. So So I was a dancer growing up. Everybody in my family was, like, always on some kind of diet. So I would get home from school and have Nutrisystem snacks because that's what was in the pantry. Uh, We did – we participated in every fad diet there was. So sugar-free, fat-free – flavor-free, all the things. We did it in my house. And then I really started to gain weight between high school and college. I think it was a lot about not dancing, moving to college. I remember, I guess my dorm back in the day was like very progressive and they put the calorie count on the food Mm. in the cafeteria, the dorm. And I want to say it was like broccoli and they said it had like 1,200 calories. And I'm like, what did they do to the broccoli? Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's the cheese. It's, broccoli. it's the broccoli and I cheese. Mean, totally. Like, I don't know what they did to it. I don't know if they just didn't know how to calculate. Like, I don't know. But started to gain weight. And over the years, did every 
diet under the sun, gained and lost, like rode that roller coaster like so many people until I want to say it was like 2007, 2008, around then. I worked with a coach with the curriculum that I now have based my practice on and it completely changed my life. And like the only thing that's allowed me to say, I've kicked my food issues. And so from there, I started my practice as a side hustle and started health coaching nights and weekends, built my business on the side for 12 years, nice, which is longer than anyone plans to ever have a side hustle. And <laughs> when I left my full-time job July of 2019, I had gotten into listening to podcasts. And since I don't know what to do with free time, I started my podcast called Salad with a Side of Fries. Nice. Which is an awesome name. Yeah. Nice. Now, so you're going to talk about the name because I'm about to ask a question about the name. You're going to talk about the name? I'm just giving a compliment on the name. If you have a question, go right ahead. So what is the origin story of Salad with a Side of Fries? Because I know that there's this one salad that's called the Pittsburgh, where you put the fries and the chicken and the cheese on top of it. Might be on my list. Maybe, maybe not. But how did you come up with Salad with a Side of Fries? I mean, it's legit my order very often. And so when I was thinking about names for the show, I was originally going to call it French fries and cookie dough because those are two foods that I would never give up. And then it was sort of like, but that doesn't really describe what we're going to talk about. So I was having a meeting, sort of brainstorming about it. And then I was like, all right, I got to go get something to eat. And the person I was working with was like, oh, what are you getting? And I was like, probably salad with a side of fries. And they were like, hello. Hello. And I was like, okay, you're right. And that's what it, I mean, it's a great order. If you want this fries on your salad, like you do you, I'm whatever. But I sort of have gotten to the point, would you guys all order salad with a side of fries? Would you do it? Or have you done it? I would, I would eat it, but I wouldn't necessarily order it and say, hey, let me get a salad with a side of fries. But I might try that in the future. That's never occurred to me. Yeah. I guess I got to go to Pittsburgh. (laughs) <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Because Pittsburgh, they put the fries on the salad. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. I have changed your life. It's now <laughs> going to be your go-to order. Do it. I promise you. Let me, let me ask you this. It's, it's a silly question, but I'm curious. Are you putting down the fork and then picking up a fry with your hands, or are you stabbing the fries Ooh, with your fork? The questions that no, matter. I'm not. I'm not a stabber of the fries with the fork. Generally. But that's not to say that you have to put the fork down because when a girl's got two hands. It's saucy up here already. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but like <laughs> I'm going to have to pay attention next time to see if I, I think now this is going to sound really crazy. It might just depend where on the table the fries are. If I have to reach for them with my right hand mm. because I'm right handed. So the fork is going to be in my right hand. So placement matters. Yes, but I'm not generally stabbing the fry with a fork. Is is there like an an order for you? Like two salad bites and then salad first. Okay. No, no, but salad first. Salad always first. Okay. That's one of your life hacks. (laughs) I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. So Jen, on, on your podcast, you talked about like balancing bringing like the education piece of nutrition and kind of making it digestible. So I've really enjoyed your podcast, right? It reminded me of, I, I love 
food shows to begin with. So like Good Eats was one of my favorite shows with Alton Brown, like very scientific, educational, but also it made it make sense for us, for like the layman people who aren't big into food and nutrition or our chefs or our cooks. I was skimming through some of your episodes and I landed on one that I actually listened to the full at one, which is uh, What's Clean Eating? I think it's the Uh, name of the title, uh which is a very, very, very interesting episode. And for our listeners, I would recommend them listening to that episode because you break down a lot of stuff on there. Um, There's a phrase that you use often, right? What is it? It's protein and fiber in every meal makes moving fat no big deal. Can you explain that? (laughs) Okay. So first of all, I'm going to put you on the spot for a hot second. Spoiler alert. Key takeaway of what is clean eating episode. What'd you get? So, all right. I mean, we're we going to do a full analysis on this. So we're doing the breakdown. No, just Let like roll one key takeaway or two key takeaways. Capsin. Capsin. I'm saying Capsaicin. Capsaicin. I mean, that's like a super ingredient or yeah. part of, of chilies and spicy foods. Yeah. It's like the way you broke that on and the information you shared on that. What did you call it? A nutrition nugget or something like that? Uh-huh. It's like, wow. I, and I love spicy food. Like to begin with, I eat it as much as I can. Even if I'm sweating, that's like my aphrodisiac, I feel like. But that cap- <laughs> capsaicin is, is a big thing. That was, it, TMI. Really, really... That was TMI logical cheese. Yeah, that was big. And then the other Nothing one was- Nothing is um, TMI, by the way. You're not yeah. going to say anything I haven't heard before. And I appreciate the the discussion. At, I'm sorry. I forgot the- Laura? Laura, Laura yeah, right? Laura was with me. She's Laurel, a... Laurel, yeah. Cl- yeah. The conversation you guys had on, like, like what is clean eating, right? Because you, you said it started at a good place and it evolved because of marketing and like with everything else gluten free, organic, it just evolved into something else. I just thought that conversation was just very, very informative. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. So protein and fiber at every meal makes removing fat no big deal. Yes. Break that down for us. Protein is clean, lean protein. Whatever you want it to be. Animal, plant, something we've never heard of before. I don't really care, but clean, lean protein. Fiber is vegetables and sometimes fruit. And a meal is really every time we eat. The only difference between meals and snacks is how much we have at a time and therefore how much time it's going to last us till we're hungry again. And this is, I always say weight management isn't magic, it's science, but this is the magic formula for metabolic health protein and fiber and some quality fat because that is how we eat, how we eat to keep our blood sugar balanced. And what we see in the research is that when our blood sugar is too high and when our blood sugar is too low, the body is storing fat. So the objective is to keep our blood sugar even in this like middle range where we're never storing fat. What that means is we're using our fu- our energy, we're using our food as fuel for energy, right? Words are good. That's helping. We're never adding to those fat stores. And when we're consistent, keeping our blood sugar balanced, our body will release the fat stores that it's been holding on to for survival. See, so when you why about- you have such a great podcast is that <laughs> breakdown is pretty much what you do on like every episode. So yes. it's so great. Dropping gems. Yeah. So uh, let me piggyback off of that. And I don't know if this is the case or not. And this is a personal issue that I am now. Presenting. It's <laughs> when I work out, I get this crazy sweet tooth. Does uh-huh. that have something to do with low blood, blood sugar, low protein? 
Really? So when our blood sugar is too low, our body is going, I need fuel and fuel to the brain as quickly as possible. How does that happen? Something high glycemic, something that's going to quickly convert into sugar. What converts into sugar faster than sugar? Right? True indeed. So we're going to crave, when our blood sugar is too low, we're going to crave sugar. And a lot of times when we're craving sugar, what we actually need is protein. And especially with working out, we need protein to repair and rebuild the muscle that's actually broken down in a workout. Adding more protein to my life. Checking that off. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> Proper serving of protein is how much? Pop quiz. Who wants to guess? Isn't it the size of your fist or something like that? You know, not all fists are created equal. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it matched the body shape then. That's like the whole, you know, that if the pants fits and you wrap it around your neck or something like that, right? <laughs> I think you know, I have, have heard that big before. neck, it's not going to work, right? <laughs> oh, are you talking in grams? 15 grams. I'm going to go with 15 grams. Uh, You're going to 15 grams. I, I'm, ooh, 15 is a good number. I'll go 10. I'll go in the middle. All right. I'll go 12. All right. We got to do a little math. When we think about grams of protein, like if you're looking at a protein bar or a protein shake or something, right, reading nutrition facts on a label, seven grams of protein is the equivalent of about one ounce of a cooked meat. Okay. Serving size of protein for a man at a meal is six to eight ounces. So think like whole hand. <laughs> That's not a no. fist. That's not a whole fist. hand, not yeah. a fist. Yeah. Whole hand. Specifically like said, whole hand. Stretched whole hand. Put your out. hands down. I was yeah. close Put enough. I was close enough. Okay. But you guys on your grams are a mess. So we're going to clear that up. All right. So six to eight ounces at a meal, two to three at a snack. With that reading a nutrition label, seven grams is one ounce. So a snack is 14 to 21 grams. A meal. Somebody do the math. Six times seven. 32. Oh. 42. 42. <laughs> Carry the one. Right. Close enough, right? Close enough. Right. Jealous, same, same. Right? <laughs> right. So 42 plus grams of protein. So a lot of people are under eating protein. And the other thing that happens, because a lot of dudes do this, I'm totally calling you guys out. This one meal a day, like I eat nothing and then I have this massive dinner. Yep, I see you. Mm -hmm. That's me. That's no not the way. Actually, it's not I'm the lucky way. if I Are eat you dinner. Me that's not the way. Isn't that weird? I feel like my world is being rocked right now. Yeah. <laughs> eat some food, friends. Eat I, some I, food. I, I, I just, Protein I just, and fiber. I just am not a breakfast person for whatever reason. I've always never been a. I tell people all the time. I often get asked like, "You, I eat a lot of food and I consume food." People are like, "Wow, you eat a lot," but I don't eat often throughout the day, and I tell people often that. Well, I'm slim or I'm not overweight because I don't remember to eat and I forget to eat. And what helps me like stay, I guess, which is not a great thing, but ultimately it's what I do. Yeah. And then people are saying, oh, so you fast. I'm like, well, I don't purposely do it. So we have this misconception that thin is health and it's just not the case. You maybe have heard this phrase like skinny fat. Yeah, like yeah. I hate that phrase, mm -hmm. but what it just means is the shape of our body, what we see, is not an indication of actually what's happening on our insides. And so someone might be thin and look fine, but their insides, their arteries, their right, their 
fat mass versus muscle mass is out of whack. Yeah. But, or they have man boobs, right? Because I'm assuming that's where the fat is. Well, that going. could be a combination of things, but. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> How did we get here? Yeah. So, Jen, totally. you mentioned. You, you mentioned, came uh, here. You brought me here to talk about man boobs, right? Yeah. So, okay. You, you talked about Clear. nutrition labels, right? And, and you're, yeah. you're big on that, right? And you mentioned this. I think a phrase, I don't know if you coined this phrase, but like new nature, which is an interesting yeah. thing. And then you also talked about, it was always, there's always a question out there is how do you understand like a nutrition label? Because I don't know some of these ingredients and like one rule of thumb, I don't know if it's true or not, is like, if you don't know how to pronounce it, right, then it's probably something you don't want to consume. Right. The other thing you said on your clean eating episode is, can you, which is very interesting, I've never heard it said this way is, if you can backtrack it to if it can be grown from the earth or something, I'm paraphrasing horribly, obviously, but yeah, that is a very interesting way of looking at it, right? Can you look at it again and say, did it cut? Can I go back in time and track where this came from and did it come from the earth or did it, is it due to nature, like manufactured right. or, or whatever? And I will say, reading labels is a practice. And sometimes it takes a little bit of research, right? The whole thing of like, can I pronounce it is a great rule of thumb. But having said that, there are also some things that we maybe can't pronounce that aren't <laughs> such a bad thing, you know? Yeah, I just got my you know, GD it yesterday, depends. so I can't read nothing. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, I have a couple episodes specifically dedicated to reading labels and what we're looking at. Most people focus on the calorie count, yeah. but the reality is it's the least important piece. Mm. It's what those calories are made of that's going to impact our health. Because look, 100 calories of M&Ms or 100 calories of raspberries, you don't need a PhD to figure out that your body's <laughs> not going to do the same thing with them, Right. Yeah, so true. it's not the calories that's the differentiator. It's what those calories are made of. It's the nutrition that we're getting or not getting from those calories. So it's not, so that's not the really quantity, the quality, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we want to – that's what we're really looking for when we're reading a nutrition label is how much protein, how much fiber, how much fat, and where are those things coming from. So then we look at the ingredients to see where they're coming from. As a general rule of thumb, we want to avoid sugar or sweeteners in the first five ingredients. We want to avoid, like I kept saying, those new to nature molecules, things that our body just does not identify as food. So trans fats, we've heard about trans fats, right? Yes. yes. Wait, I thought we're accepting everybody. This is 2023. Right? I know. It's just, it got weird. I know. Clever. Okay. Clever. Clever. So saturated fats are a solid at room temperature. So think like the marbling in a steak, right? If we left the steak out and it gets to be room temperature, it's not like the marbling melted onto the counter. Saturated fat. Unsaturated fats are a liquid at room temperature olive oil, avocado oil, trans fats, food manufacturers in some machine, <laughs> right? A lab, yeah. They take the fat that's a liquid at room temperature. They typically use seed oils and vegetable oils. 
they pump it full of hydrogen to turn it into a solid at room temperature and then add it to foods to keep them fresh in air quotes. So it keeps, it gives foods a longer shelf life. It keeps those baked goods like moist, right? Worst word ever. <laughs> moist forever. Right. <laughs> right. That's not possible. So they add these to foods to make it what we want it to be no matter when we open the package. But our body is like, what is that? I don't know what to do with it. So in the ingredients, you're looking for hydrogenated, hydrolyzed, fractionated, I'm trying to think what other words. And then it'll be those words connected to an oil. So it might be like fractionated soybean oil, things like that. It's a, like I said before, it's a practice to learn how to read labels. The more you do it, the better you get at it, the more things you see in common between labels, things like that. It can be a lot. Okay, another life hack pro tip, just eat foods that don't have a label. Okay. Well, well, you say that, but just say, Mc, I know. McDonald's, like everything right. has a label. McDonald's yeah. does not have labels on that French fry, and that French fry can fall under your car seat. Find that French Their fry five labels, months later, and it looks the same. Indeed. Yes. Their labels also are just on the interwebs instead of on the package. But if you're in a grocery store, but the thing with a lot of that stuff. Like, we're human. We're not going to live our lives never eating a packaged food. So that's why we talk about reading labels. But if you're like, this feels daunting, just choose the foods in the grocery store that don't have a label. The fry thing, though. Great. So there's a McDonald's around the corner from my apartment. <laughs> I have a client that I see in person on Sunday mornings. I see him at 8 a.m. So I'm leaving my apartment at like 7.30 to walk there, Right. One morning, so it's probably 7.30-ish on a Sunday morning, there are fries from, clearly from the McDonald's around the corner, on the ground, like somebody dropped them. Not a single bug was eating them. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen that before. Even Bugs don't bugs want it to like, you really nah, well. man, not this. So, by the way, GMO, genetically modified foods which are now also called BEs or bioengineered foods. The bugs don't eat those either. Wow. Okay. HLS, do you have one last question while I go empty I'm, my pantry? I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I know. <laughs> Listen, and that's a lot of information. Yeah, let me ask you this. So is it fair to say once we start reading labels and start eating better, we're going to make better choices when we go out to eat as well. Like it's almost by default in a way. So it's an interesting connection because some people just think of eating at a restaurant as the opposite, right? If we're eating at a restaurant, it's a celebration. It's a thing. I'm going out of my way to eat the things that I wouldn't eat at home now. Mm. So even the eating out and keeping our health in the equation requires a little bit of a shift in how we think about it or how we look at a menu and sort of looking for different things. If we always say protein and fiber, great. Go to a steakhouse, get some veggie sides, get a steak or piece of fish. Salad awesome. with a side of fries. There you go. go. That's it. End of story. I'm going to have to do wow. a French fry so test. <laughs> Seriously. Like I am a bit of a connoisseur. Wait, okay. Can I ask a survey question? No, please. Yes. Favorite kind of fry? 
What do you mean? Like shape or from like sweet potato, waffle fries, steak fries, shoestring fries. Oh man. Waffle is my favorite. Tater tots. Waffle's my favorite. And Wendy's fries fries. when they're fresh are are the best. Interesting. I'm a sweet potato fry kind of guy. I like checkers french fries those are a whole yes. problem the crinkle ones oh checkers has the crinkle fries yeah i know but you know what my problem. issue is though What's they're that? mushy yeah well, you know what my issue is i went to miami one year i had checkers two days in a row <laughs> and i've never that. been you able go. you to give lose it a break. that gut like i used to have like abs showing they do not show ever since that one summer i'm telling you <laughs> it's a whole problem so i stay oh, away from I, I checkers used, i used to hate Bushy fries until I had poutine. Right. And uh, I can't it, do poutine. Oh, really? Oh, poutine. thank you, Jim. Oh, Neither so can I. Good. Neither can it's I. It's so good. It's not great for you, obviously, but it's so no, but like good. I'm not a gravy person and I'm not that much of a cheese person. Mm. So by the time you put these giant cheese curds and gravy, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> like this you're, you're, is you're not. Gagging. It's almost right yeah, next to no. moist. Like, forget it. Poutine mm. moist. You yeah, just no. don't like those things. Okay. Poutine makes the fries moist. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, Jen, we are going to segue to our next portion of the show. And our topic for today is one that I think you're going to have some interest in. And that is foods that people think are healthy, but really are not. Logical genius, go ahead and explain what's going to happen in the next segment. All right, Jen, this is going to be either very easy for you or very (laughs) difficult for you, depending on how well we do. So what we're going to do is present to you our five cents. So each of us, HLS, Social Juba, myself, I'll present to you our top five foods that are healthy or people think are healthy, but are actually unhealthy. You, as our judge and expert, have already established your wealth of knowledge when it comes to nutritious foods. Get to decide who or which of one of us has the best list, and, and then we get all the bragging rights. So that's simple, right? That's very simple. All right. Are we choosing best list based on the ones that are actually the healthiest? Well. Or based on the ones question. that are actually the misconception? Yeah, so that's well, what, so we're getting there. We're getting there. What the criteria okay. is? Okay. What the criteria is? That's a perfect question. I love that you asked, Jen. The criteria is there is no criteria. No. Perfect. You might like the fact that you converted me, and I no longer eat McDonald's fries, and that's why you choose me as the winner. <laughs> you might like the story that is attached to the list. You might like that the list that one of us presents is very, very informative because. The person is very conscious of the nutrition. The other two just basically use chat GPT. Chat oh, out of here. Wait, speaking of, I did an episode on you chat did. GPT. Yes, you did. I so you'll it. have to go listen to decide if it's going to be your new health coach. <laughs> <laughs> so your first decision you have to make, Jen, is you get to decide who goes first. All right, HLS, we're starting with you. Okay. <laughs> oh, quick. Wow. Here we go. I like that. You know what you want. You know what you're looking for. So here's my five cents on the topic. I'm going to start off here with coffee. Millions of people drink coffee every single day. And coffee has been proven to have a bunch of health benefits. It can reduce risk of liver disease, type 2 diabetes, 
neurodegenerative diseases. A lot of benefits to coffee. But that's if you only have one cup a day. Anything more could be considered excessive. And that's where the unhealthiness comes in. It could damage your nervous system, cause insomnia, nervousness, stomach cramps, heart palpitations, and muscle tremors. All from a cup of java. Number four. Everyone tries to eat it because they're being healthy. Oh, I'm going to just have this. I'm going to have, I'm going to have yo- low-fat yogurt. I'm going to have fat-free yogurt. Yogurt that's fat-free, low-fat, it's got to be good for me, right? Wrong. These yogurts are so high in sugar, it might as well be considered a dessert. The dietary sugars can bump up your back cholesterol levels in your blood, which defeats the purpose of trying to be less fat and fat-free. Number three, Jen. Everybody likes to work out, want to be healthy. You know what? I'm going to have a sports drink. I don't want to name names because I don't want to get sued, but I'm going to have a sports drink. (laughs) Some of these sports drinks contain upwards of 300 calories per bottle. That's as much as a can of Coke. Don't do it. Speaking of Coke, you want to be healthy? Oh, I'm going to get the diet version. The diet soda. Those are packed with coloring. And those colorings could be carcinogenic. Not only that, it messes up your teeth. All the the enamel eroding carbonation (laughs) jacks up your fronts. Everybody wants pearly whites. And number one, Jen. Number one. You see them on the shelves everywhere. Everyone wants to do, oh, I'm going to do this soy milk, this other milk. Plant-based milks. Some plant-based milks, you think they're healthier because you're not drinking from the cow. Because you're not drinking from the cow contains as much as seven grams of added sugar per cup per cup and that's my five cents on foods that you may think are healthy but really not what do you want to hear from i i oh mad respect for the google chat gpt yeah i was gonna say thank you chat gpt (laughs) (laughs) it's but i like how you read it it, it sounds like you practiced that a couple of times. Listen, I mean, whatever, might be a couple more practice whatever runs. Whatever criteria, whatever criteria, up it's up to you. You might like the fact that way I read it. I respect the prep. So, who do you want to hear from next? All right, so so Juve. All right, in the building. I don't even know what I just witnessed, but HLS, <laughs> you are truly the habitual line stepper. So. At number five, because wait a second, hold on. I might even have to remind myself, what is the topic of the day today? Because I don't even know foods (laughs) that people think are healthy, but really are not. Okay, so I'm back on track after listening to that. And at number five, I have corn. Anything that you ingest and that can come out looking the same way that it went in? (laughs) Absolutely not. No way. No way. No way is that a good look for you. That's number five. Number four. I'm going with pineapples. See, I had given up candy for a little bit of a time period, and I thought I was doing so good because I was putting pineapples on everything. And then I went to go (laughs) see my dentist, and my dentist was just like, yeah, pineapples, high in sugar, you're still rotting your teeth. And if diabetes runs in your family, it's not a good look. At number three, granola bars. They are highly processed. People think, oh, I'm just going to have a little granola bar. I'm going to be okay. This is a safe food for me to eat. It is absolutely not. Number two, I'm going with smoothie bowls with frozen strawberries. 
Now you may think, oh, okay, the, the calories, whatever, <laughs> right. but the frozen strawberries. Oh, no, not the strawberries. Not the strawberries. Hepatitis A, there's a total recall on frozen strawberries. Aldi's is recalling it. Hepatitis A, do not, if you have the frozen strawberries, throw them out. And number one, what is synonymous with E. coli? Romaine lettuce. How come that romaine lettuce is always getting caught up with that E. coli? No way, Jose. That list right there is the list, Jen. People get fooled for it. Don't fall for it. That is my process. <laughs> You're now going to hear a dissertation on the nutrition facts, and we're going to get some more stuff. I'm not going to lie, you guys. This is very difficult. I have no idea who I'm picking. So yeah, you can't, genius, so far, you can't decide how, which, which I, right. two are worse. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's what it is. Jen, right? grab a pillow for this next part. Yo, yeah, yeah, good night, Jen. Good, Jen. good so, so, might as well grab so it's a good thing guys. we came to the logical genius. Yeah, last, don't let these guys fool you. Because again, when it comes to nutrition, I know them personally. I know them very well. These are my brothers and my cousins. Yeah, don't listen to them, people. People, we call ourselves an edutainment podcast. There was no education in that piece right there from those two. What? So, at, so, so, Jen, you asked, you're like, what's our criteria? And the way I look at it is, well, Unhealthy is hard to define, right? Because it's always perception, right? And what works for you may not work for somebody else. So I looked at who am I talking to if I'm giving this person this list? So I had a number of people pop in my head and these two guys came into my head. So at number five, I got an HLS staple. And I challenge this with him on all the time, every time he eats it. Turkey, bacon, right? Turkey, bacon just doesn't make sense to me, right? It's neither turkey nor bacon. Like what... It's so processed to the point where whatever nutrition, nutritional value you're getting from turkey, the protein, it's no longer there. And it's just as bad, if not worse, than bacon. So if you're going to do turkey bacon, you might as well just eat bacon because even that has a certain percentage that's a little bit better for you than turkey bacon. So eat regular bacon, unless you don't eat pork. At number four, I'm with Soso Juve on this one, granola bars, right? You think it's, oh, it's good for fiber. It's good, but it's very high in sugar. You talked about it earlier, high fructose corn syrup. I mean, the most of them, a majority of them are like that, highly processed. Again, a lot of sugar. At number three, I have apples. Here's why. And not all apples, certain apples, but apples have, they're, we talked about GMOs earlier, right? And apples have been modified to be sweeter and apples have high sugar content so if you're going to eat an apple maybe get it like a granny smith or something like that where it's a low sugar content but the typical apples that people go for like a honey crisp or something like that or a fiji or a gala apple has high sugar in its dna at this point right because it's been so bred to be a certain type of apple a certain sweetness at number two similar to kind of turkey bacon People think this is much healthier, but it's not. Whole wheat bread. They think, oh, well, it's not white bread. I'm going to eat whole wheat bread. But the whole wheat bread that we typically buy in our stores, unless we're baking it ourselves and not everyone's doing that, it's, again, it's processed, high fructose corn syrup, a lot of molasses in it, a lot of sugar in it, which makes it very unhealthy. So you're thinking you're getting the fiber out of it, but really you're not really getting any kind of benefits from it. And at number one, and I'm guilty of this because I love these, are smoothies, right? Fruit smoothies, green smoothies. Like, 
especially the ones that are processed from the stores, right? The one that you buy. Frozen strawberries. Frozen strawberries. Frozen strawberries. These smoothies have a lot of sugar in them. That's why they're so freaking sweet. It's just, uh, again, you, you talk about calorie counting and not necessarily the number, but the qual- the quality of the food. And a lot of these smoothies are sitting on the shelf. I know when I make a smoothie at home, at a certain point, it turns green to brown, right? And these things are still sitting green on the shelves for whatever reason. We talk about the French fry. It just doesn't age. It doesn't change. So to me, it's a big thing because people drink it all the time. And there's a big smoothie craze over the last few years. And everyone's drinking a smoothie now, not realizing that it's really not that good for you because of what I just mentioned. So Jen, those are my five cents. So Jen, what's about to happen next is we're going to get into a segment that we like to call cross-examination, where we allow you as our host to ask us some questions about our list that you may need some clarity on before you make your decision. So would you like to start us off with a little (laughs) cross-examination? I'm... I am actually speechless, which is very hard to do. That's fine, Jen, because I got something for cross-examination. Welcome to the podcast. Okay. Well, so I got got questions. Okay. So, well, I also want to hear your questions, though. So, so, Chief. Yes. Help me understand the obsession with food recalls. Do you just sit there waiting (laughs) for the alerts on your phone? So that you can call your buddies and be like, yo, throw that out. Yeah. Because you know what? (laughs) I have a family that can do some things to the bathroom. Had an incident with HLS in Las Vegas. Had an incident (laughs) with a logical genius in the Dominican Republic. So these two, I definitely need to make sure that we are not eating anything that is going to cause us some issues or a plumber some issues later on. So yes, the recalls, that romaine lettuce, hey, the frozen strawberries, that that's not breaking news, but in the last five days, the FDA did make a recall on those frozen strawberries. So my listeners out there, be careful, beware, beware. I'm not going to lie, I have frozen fruit in my freezer. <laughs> Throw it away! Throw it away! <laughs> Great for smoothies. You've been warned, Jen. You've been warned. <laughs> okay. So that was what? HLS. Yes. Help me understand your sources. Because not them questioning <laughs> your education to write your dissertation, mm-hmm. but help me understand your sources. Oh, it's simple. I have a lot of medical professionals in my family. I used to play doctor all throughout elementary school. So I feel like I have this wealth of knowledge just in me, just in my system. So I do my research. I went to the Journal of American Medical JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. I've read Healthline. I, yes, I've done Google. I, I, I grab a couple <laughs> of different sources. So I have a rounded wealth of knowledge that I want to share with the people. Jen, pretty much he stayed out of Holiday Inn last night and came up with this list. That's what happened. Yo, why you putting my business in the street, man? I told you I was home. I told you I was home. You're supposed to be my cover. I told you I was home. Oh, my goodness. Go back to listen to episode number one, man. I think I'm going to also break the rules. Okay, so before I get to that, so, so, Juve, I want to hear your cross-examination. My cross-examination was for HLS. And often, I feel like you just don't understand the assignment. <laughs> what do we you are mean? talking about foods, and you gave us nothing but drink menus. Yo, I don't food. understand. Like, listen, listen, soft drink, yeah, that, 
that Long Island, that Long Island, Island iced tea isn't gonna you work. You went coffee. You went sports drink. You went soda. Where's the food at? Listen, food and drinks are synonymous. They're synonymous. It's it's oh, no. it's one section. It's it, one he's section. He's not lying there. He's not lying. Yeah, there. I mean it's kind of true. Yeah. Thank you, Jen. Set him I mean, FDA, way. right? Food Drug Administration. The food covers drinks and other foods. Thank you, Jen. Shake Don't get me started me. on the FDA, Shake though. Shake you to me. Shake you to me. <laughs> so I have a question. Actually, going back to, Jen, to your point with, and the recalls. <laughs> I mean, just because it's a recall doesn't necessarily mean that actually the food that you're talking about is bad for you. It's just It was just manufactured or something got contaminated. So it doesn't mean it's generally an unhealthy food. It's just that particular manufacturer or wherever the source that it came from just got contaminated. Someone didn't wash their hands. Someone did it on purpose. Who knows? And just contaminate that particular food. So you can't really say that these, like, I mean, corn, romaine lettuce. I mean, that's this, romaine lettuce is like the staple of salads, I think. A lot of people just throw that in there. But I don't know about that. Yeah, I'll stick with my darker greens. That's what I'll stick with for my salad. There you go. <laughs> so, dark thank leafy you, thank you, Jen, Yeah, but if you're taking time. your logic, which is yeah. illogical, uh, spinach has also had issues with E. coli and stuff like that. That's been in the news recently. So, is spinach an unhealthy food? If you want to play with your bowel and your bowel movements, go ahead. I just don't gamble like that. <laughs> so, I stay away from the romaine. All right. And I'm going to stay away from this frozen strawberry. <laughs> HLS, I mean, Sosa Juve already got you with this, this these drinks. I mean, apparently you do not eat food, but I mean, I don't know. Everything is just <laughs> he a drink. He only eats yogurt. Yeah, he only eats <laughs> yogurt. That's, that's and low-fat or fat-free yogurt. That's it. There you go. Listen, there you go. Not even from the Greeks. HLS, you got something? Yeah, I, I wanted to go on Sosa Juve, but you got him. Because just because corn comes out the other way, I wouldn't consider it bad. But <laughs> I'll let that slide. No, it's not a thing of it's bad. We're talking about it being healthy. So, I mean, because the shell is so tough, you're not getting the nutrients from the corn. Your body's not able to but you're process getting from it a, all you're the getting way. From the pulp. It's just the, it's just the shell that goes through. This is magic. <laughs> the bullshit history. Jen, Jen's like, these guys are just pulling, literally pulling things out there. Literally. Corn. Literally. Corn. 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 Romaine lettuce. <laughs> By the way, no one is ever going to look at corn the same way. <laughs> because they look at it the other way. <laughs> well, according, I'm here for the according people. To, I'm here according to help the It looks exactly the same way. So going in and coming out, it looks exactly so. So maybe they will look at it the same way. It is now decision time, Jen. We want to know... Who is in third place? Third place oh, this loser. is so hard. Yeah, who's last? Is that hard because they're all so bad? <laughs> <laughs> is it hard because... Well, we're, we're, well, we're oh. about to find out. We're going to ask her for her five cents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm... Okay, so I wrote down a couple. I didn't get to five fully, but I'm going to make a five from your three lists okay. also. Okay, okay. I think in third place... I gotta go with so so juve because like your rationale, your rationale for most of these make it is make sense, Juve. Highly specific scenarios yes. of during a recall or my dentist told me my teeth are falling out. Very extreme. Right? 
Okay. It's personal to me. These are traumas that I've experienced. I can't believe you are just throwing my traumas out there like that. My goodness. I opened up to you, Jen. <laughs> In second place. Wait, wait, Jen. No, oh, we, don't yes. we don't care about we second. Going there. We don't care so about we do not, we, don't care. we do not care about second. All right, fine. Second is the first loser. Why? Yeah, we want loser. first place. So we want to get this over with. We want to know who has the best list and who is the winner for this episode. So who do you have at number one? I think I got to go with HLS. What the best? And I, now listen, I can appreciate that a lot of our beverages, but I think you're just mad because you didn't think about it. Listen, Jen, you stepped in the right direction. You stepped in the right direction. That was, that was, ooh, talk about plot twist. What? (laughs) You guys don't put any respect on my name. What are you talking about? Wait, so let me explain a few things on a few things please chat gpt helps you out so much oh my god i don't even know what that is i don't even know i'm telling you i played doctor all throughout elementary school i know these things holiday in (laughs) who knew yeah because your four-year-old self was like (laughs) yeah you're definitely dying from the sugar in that yogurt (laughs) so so not everything is across the board, like the logical genius shared with us. Um, I don't hate low-fat or fat-free yogurt, but like so, so Juve said, I want to go with Greek yogurt, and I want to go with the plain flavor, add your own flavorings to watch that sugar. So with that said, logical genius, apples have fiber, so you're getting that sugar, but they are not added sugar. It's naturally occurring sugar in combination with the fiber. It's not going to spike your blood sugar. You're good. Plus an apple a day. Everybody knows that one. What were you right? thinking? Oh. But go with like the organic apple that's a human size versus yeah. like the apple that's the size of your head. Mm. The size of a fist, yeah. right? HLS. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my top five foods that are not healthy, but people think they are yes. from your list. Yes to the corn. But not for your reasons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, to and these are in no particular order. Wait, wait, I think. But what, why yes, the corn? Why yeah. the corn? Um, most of the corn in this country and actually throughout the world now is genetically modified. Yep. It's mm. super starchy. It's super sugary. There isn't actually very much nutrition in there. Okay. Okay. So the corn, the granola bars, the smoothies, that whole wheat bread is up there too, mm. and the sports drinks. Those might be of your list, or diet soda might be a tie for the sports drinks. What do you? All right, you want to hear a few of the foods that I thought of? Yes, yeah, please. I only had four so far, and one wasn't even a food. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who did you not agree with the assignment? Right. <laughs> okay, first one was RX bars. Oh, you're which specific. are a type of bar. Okay. Yeah, yeah I went very specific. All right, so the first was RX bars. Yes, you can pronounce all the ingredients, but if you start to look at those net carbs, it's probably going to spike your blood sugar. So you got to balance it. You got to pair it with something so that it keeps your blood sugar stable. Beyond meat or any of your plant-based meats. I thought about that. Yeah. I swapped that out and put apples in. That's what, That was my last That was your swap. downfall. That was my if last minute swap. The, you know <sighs> what? If you had put the Beyond Meat, you would have won this whole mm. damn thing. Could have, would have, should have. Bad move. A lot of these plant-based alternatives, the only thing plant about them is that they're not an animal. Yeah. Yeah. 
we talked about new to nature molecules. A lot of those things are just highly processed, highly processed. factory made. Our body doesn't really know what it's doing with it. A lot and of a lot of the as issues, well. yeah. And a lot of the issues with meat are more about the quality of our meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you were going to have like an amazing like grass fed beef burger or steak, like I'd rather my client eat that than the Beyond Meat stuff. Okay. So then what, let me ask you something on that then. What if someone who is, who's removed like meat from their diet, right? Or vegetarian or vegan. I mean, what about them? Like obviously there's plant alternatives to protein. Um, Well, lentils, rice, beans, even your vegetables have a bit of protein in them. Would you say? But I'd rather. Yeah. No, no. Continue. Continue. I was just to say, I'd rather you actually eat food. Mm, Yeah. It's something highly processed. Would you say a veggie burger is better than a plant-based burger? Or are they all the same? No, it depends on what they're made of. Mm, Okay. A lot of your veggie burgers are mostly grain. So you think mentally that's your protein. When you go look at that nutrition label of the veggie burger, it might only be giving you five grams of protein, which is like less than an ounce. Okay. And remember, you're supposed to have how many ounces of protein at a meal? 42 42 grams so six eight ounces yeah no exactly so six to eight ounces if that one is less than one you're not eating six of those yeah 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 by the time you do now you're having so much fat and so many carbs that it's not balancing properly yeah so it depends what that veggie burger is made of yeah and with a lot of these foods when they take things out, they add more of something else in. Right. Right. You take out the sugar, right. it's more salt to, to make up because fat, fat. fat is flavorful, right? Fat co- yeah. is the flavor to a lot of foods. And when fat is taken out, it's supplemented with sugar or salt or whatever just to bring up the level of flavor a little bit more. Yeah. Kind of make that taste a little bit better, which isn't a great thing. Exactly. What was my next one? Oatmeal was my next one. Oatmeal. Yeah, that yes. maple brown sugar. Well, even if you got the plain one, really like that rolled instant oats? oatmeal, you want to go, if you're going to do oatmeal, you got to go steel cut okay. and cook it the long way. Mm-hmm. And then you got to add more protein and more fiber and more quality fat to balance out those carbohydrates. Oh, it's the carbs. Okay. Cut oats. But starting your day. Yeah. And, by, and then if you go from the steel cut, then you have like the whole oat, the three minute ones, and then- yeah or the two minute ones, minute one, whatever. And then the instant, all of those, the machine is doing all this work. So they cook super quick. The more work the machine does, the less work your body does. Mm -hmm. Your body is supposed to do the work. Mm -hmm. So if our body doesn't have to do a lot of work, it goes through us very quickly, turns into sugar, spikes our blood sugar. We have the spike in blood sugar. We're storing fat. Then we drop, which makes us crave sugar. And we end up on this roller coaster of our blood sugar up and down. down. Yeah. So is our mood. So is our weight. So is our energy. And then you go back to your caffeine. It all comes full circle. Clearly. Circle life. Clearly. Circle right? food. <laughs> and then I had fasting as another fasting. one, which we talked about, like no food. Um, Everybody's oh, like, aren't I-, I doing great? I only eat once a day. My friend, you got to eat. What are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? So I like it better for men than for women. If your fasting is after dinner to breakfast, I love it. If you want to really go crazy, you can do it 
from sundown to sunrise. Other than that, if you're awake, if you are expecting your body to perform, to move, to think, to do the thing, gotta eat. You gotta fuel it. Gotta eat. Okay. Thank you. Before we, before we let it go, I got one more. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts on seedless seedless fruits? Seedless? Seedless, yeah, seedless. Oh, I think you meant seedless. I'm, I'm like, there's an A-list fruit? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because nothing actually grows without seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah unless yeah. it has been modified. modified in some way to grow without a seed, which is very weird. Yeah. So, I mean, I prefer to go with the nature-seeming things. Yeah, so You don't find you know. certain things anymore. Like, you can't find... Like seedless watermelon? yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't find it's weird. I don't know seeds. how they do it, but they, yeah. It's so convenient. But they've I mean, done something to make seeds. it not have seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Of course. Because it's also not like they've pre-picked them out. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're like, oh, you found one they missed. Like, that's not how it goes. Yeah, yeah. That's very I'd surprising. I'd rather do that, though. I used to have fun just spitting saying. out the seeds when I was eating watermelon as a kid. Yeah, at people. Yeah, because you'd spit them yeah. in Sojo Jr. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A line stepper. That's how I earned the name. <laughs> oh, that in many other ways he has earned that name. Like these oh. beverages tonight. So, Jen, another thing that we did was we asked the people what they thought about the topic and logical genius. Go ahead and break out the people's poll. What did they have to say about it? Okay, Jen. So we hit up the socials and got some feedback from our listeners. And here's what some of the things they said. Some of them covered what we talked about. A couple of things there that were very specific that we didn't mention. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Sports drinks came up. That was something we talked about. We didn't really talk about this. We talked about protein bars, but energy bars. Someone mentioned that. I think Susan mentioned energy bars. What are your thoughts on like sugar supplements, stevia, something like that? Or that's something that came up a lot. What do you think of those things? Yeah. So everything is a choice. Right. And everything is about sort of getting us from where we are to where we want to be. And that's often a progression. Right. We're not necessarily going to go from here to textbook overnight. Yeah. And by the way, nobody lives at textbook. So like no matter what people say on the interwebs. Okay. So <laughs> there are some sweeteners that are low glycemic where they're not going to spike your blood sugar. Mm -hmm. Having said that, sweet, salt, and fat are acquired tastes, which means – not just that we learn they taste good, but the more we have them, the more we want them. Okay. And the more we have them, the sweeter or saltier or whatever -er something needs to be in order for it to register as sweet. So you know the people who start with like one Splenda in their coffee and now they're up to like five? Five, six, yeah. Yeah, because your taste buds adjust and now that one doesn't taste sweet anymore and you're like, this didn't work. I need two. And then you're at 12 and you're like, whoops. And then right? you're like so, back to regular sugar. Dope. Oh my goodness. A lot of them are actually sweeter than sugar. Mm. So you think it's better because you're doing less. Again, some of those are also some of those new to nature molecules. So it sort of depends. You got to pick your battles. And I say above all, it's just keep it in check so that you're not keeping yourself addicted to that sweet. Another thing that came up were juices. OJ, apple oh, juice, yes. pineapple juice. I think a lot of these are the store-bought store variety where it's just heavy in sugar. You know, Even if it's like you made it yourself, right? Like yeah. your issue with the apple is actually with apple juice. You concentrate <laughs> all the sugar, take out all the fiber, fiber yeah. 
And now it's just, you know, blood sugar. Yeah. Interesting one was uh, carrots. <laughs> that's an interesting one because that, uh-huh. why would that make the list? So why do you think okay. that made the list? Carrots are, so we talked about blood sugar, right? So there's, there are two things to this. One thing is called glycemic index. The other thing is called glycemic load. Glycemic index is a number rating given to foods based on how likely and how quickly it'll impact your blood sugar. Technically, carrots are higher glycemic index. So a lot of people are like, don't eat carrots. And you're like, what? Here's the other side to that. The glycemic load of carrots is very low, which means you have to eat three plus cups of carrots at one time for carrots to actually spike your blood sugar. So don't lose your common sense. Carrots are fine. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the other thing was deli meat. Yeah. I think that goes into the whole processed food. And exactly. And a lot of those chemicals. And the other thing was just salad. Like just in general, just salad. Salad. Just, just Hold on, I'm choking on all my water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jen who's choking on water out right. there. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even get wine or anything before we started and I'm choking. Oh, man. Okay. S- salad has the possibility, like anything, mm-hmm. right? Add a ton of cheese, creamy dressings. That romaine. The cranberries, <laughs> right? The, the romaine's not good for a different reason. Yeah, no, and it depends where your salad's coming from and what's on it. So if it's cheese and croutons and Chicken, all the things. Right. Yeah. So a salad isn't inherently a healthful choice. It depends what we put on it. So I get where she's coming from. Well, that is the people's poll. Shout out to our listeners and followers for sharing that with us. Love it. Kudos to all of you. Yeah. Thank you to all of our listeners that contribute, continue to contribute. We will shout you out on the podcast. Jen, if we wanted to follow you on the socials, how would we make that happen? Absolutely. All the socials. I am at Jen Trepic, J-E-N-N. T-R-E-P-E-C-K. Instagram also has salad with a side of fries pod. So we get snarky over there. Okay, okay. (laughs) And salad with the side of fries. What streaming platforms can we find that? Anywhere you listen to podcasts. So I will say though, caveat to that, except Amazon. I wouldn't agree to their terms and conditions. So I got to see if they changed them and then maybe I'll be on Amazon, but anywhere. So Apple, Spotify, you know, Stitcher. Check it out, people. It's a great, great podcast. Very, very informative. <laughs> definitely. Thank you definitely, so much. Definitely a great podcast. So, Jen, I want to thank you for being on the show. Three out of the five from our list was on my list. So I find your decision making me quite questionable. <laughs> questionable. Truly, truly, truly appreciate you being on the show, but your decision making quite questionable. <laughs> I am going to go ahead and say good night to the people. People, I don't know what's going on. The items were there. I felt like the story was there. Jen was laughing with me. You guys didn't see it. She was laughing with me. I thought we were there, but we didn't get them this time. Maybe next time. Logical genius. Go ahead and say goodnight to the people. People, I'm going to leave you, people, I'm going to leave you with a quote. I'm going to leave you with a quote. Very informative quote that I just recently learned. Protein and fiber in every meal makes your moving fat no big deal. Mic drop. HLS had no protein or fiber in his list. So it doesn't make sense to me. But Jen, you are the judge. You are the expert. So I respect you for that. Thank you for being on the show. And HLS and our champion for this week. Go ahead and say goodnight to the people. 
Oh my God! Put your hands down. You always, yo, you know we're on a podcast and nobody can see you. Put your hands it doesn't down. matter. You guys see me, <laughs> and it annoys you, and I love it, and I love it. Jen, you stepped in the right direction. You made the best choice. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. HLS with the dub once again. Let's go. I feel like and it was a Jen wrong turn. Trippick, who is representing salad with a side of fries? Please go ahead and say good night to the people. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. What a great way to spend the night. Appreciate you guys. And it was nice meeting you in person. Pleasure was ours. Pleasure was ours.